Hello everyone, welcome back to the Self-Care Season podcast. I am your host, Caitlin DiChiara. Thank you so much for your patience with me. I feel like for the past like month, I've just been kind of MIA on my podcast a little bit. I didn't post an episode last week because I was moving, just so much craziness going on. And just like on my other socials, I feel like I've been very MIA. So thank you to everyone who reached out to me and just wished me well with my move. And you guys have been super sweet because I've just been kind of super anxious about not posting and I missed an episode last week. That makes me super anxious. A few people reached out and just said, you know, like take your time with moving. We totally understand. So I am so grateful for that because it means the world and I definitely needed a little bit of me time to get back into the swing of things, get back into a routine, which is what this episode is about. I thought it would be very fitting since I recently just got back into my routine and it's been a long process. So I figured we could talk about like getting back into routine 101. I get a lot of questions on how to get back into my routine, especially after feeling like you're in a funk and you just don't feel like yourself. So I thought this episode would be absolutely perfect since that's how I've been feeling literally for the past few months, but now I feel like I have my power back. I just feel like a new chapter has opened up for me and I feel very, very good about my life right now. Feels very, very good to be back. So if you're new here, welcome. And if you're not new, thank you for listening to another episode. Let's get our candle going. This one is from PF Candle Co. It's called Sandalwood Rose. It smells so, so good. I don't know why I like never said what candles that I was lighting in my podcast because usually I light one in every single episode. If you're new, I like to do a little candle ASMR, my little jar, and got to get my lighter, set the vibes and we're good to go. So like I said, I just recently moved. If you are new and you're not caught up with everything, I just moved into a new apartment last week. I can't even believe it's already been a week. It's crazy, but it's so much more different than when I moved into my first apartment because I actually have furniture and stuff now. And so it feels like I've lived here for a longer time than I have just because I have pretty much everything that I already need. And when I moved into my first apartment, I had no furniture, I had no couch, I didn't have literally anything. And so this experience of moving here has been a lot smoother and just better overall. So I'm very, very happy to be finally settled. I know I've just been very anxious and on edge and I just kept talking about like, I can't wait to be settled, I can't wait to be moved in. And now it's finally here, over and done with. So super grateful and happy that everything went pretty smoothly. I just feel so much more at peace and calm now. Also, if you hear a difference in the audio, I'm using my other microphone right now, the Blue Yeti one, which I really like it, but it's not as good as my other microphone I have. But the other one I have, I don't have the thing to like plug it into in order to use it right now. If that makes sense, if you know about microphones and you know what I'm talking about, then I don't have the interface to plug it into. So we have to go with this microphone today. And I know the audio is not as good, but this is all I have right now. So bear with me, but let's get into self-care highlights of the week. I'm going to go with you guys first. And if you're new, self-care highlights are just something from your week that was a highlight that you did that was for self-care for yourself. So let's see. Okay, 
This self-care highlight is from Nalis. Her name is, she said, hi, I'm Nalis. And one thing that I do for self-care is lighting a candle after cleaning. It's like a reward. Okay, when I just read that, I read it as the meme from TikTok. If you know, it's like, it's like a reward. I don't even know how you say it, but I just like read that in that voice. And she said, I love your podcast and I plan to listen to all the episodes. Super sweet. Thank you for sending that in. Lighting a new candle after you clean is one of the greatest, greatest feelings. And it's so satisfying when it's like a brand new candle and you light that after you clean. Ugh. I love reading everyone's self-care highlights because they don't have to be really big and extravagant. I always say that. Something little and so small as to lighting a candle after you clean like that is what brings peace into my life. Like the little things count so much and I feel like we all need to focus on the little things and be grateful for them and because they are so small I feel like we don't really think about them but when we try to be mindful of something super small as lighting a candle after you clean it's it seriously changes your entire mindset just like switching your perspective like that so I love 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 that self-care highlight. My self-care highlight of the week was honestly just chilling on the couch and watching Netflix. I started Love is Blind season four and I just finished the episodes. I'm pretty sure it was episode nine or ten and what I hate about it is that they split it into like weeks so they'll do a batch one week and then the next week you have to wait for the next batch which I guess is like a regular TV show that you would watch on live TV but it sucks so bad like being so invested and then you get to the end of the episode and you're like oh my gosh I have to wait one week to see what the drama is what goes down in the next episode which is honestly not that big of a deal like I'm being overdramatic but I am so obsessed with that show it's so interesting like I love the reality aspect of it but I love the experimental aspect of it too like it is very interesting to see how people quote-unquote fall in love like without seeing each other I think that is really really cool and I know a lot of people probably think that the show is silly but to me honestly I think it's a really cool experiment so that is my self-care highlight of the week and if you haven't watched that show already definitely give it a try it's so good i've only seen season three and then this one number four i didn't even know that they had season one and two because when i watched the third season i thought that was the first season because no one really talked about it before then so i i'm a real obsessed fan over that show I think it's very very good so that was my self-care highlight of the week just catching up on that finally just having like a second to sit down relax and do nothing honestly and just mindlessly watch Netflix was a very much needed break for me so let's get into the episode all about getting back into routine getting back in the swing of things I feel like this can be a really easy thing to do or very hard like depending on why you fell out of your routine in the first place because whenever I go away on vacation or I'm away from home I feel like it's very easy for me to get back into my routine but when it's something different like moving or just a lot of chaotic things happening in my life I feel like that's when it's harder for me to get back into a routine and I don't know why it's like that because whenever I'm away from home I like miss sleeping in my own bed having my routine so I feel like that just makes it easier because I intentionally want to get back into my routine but 
when things are, you know, like chaotic in my life and just like a million things happening at the same time, I feel like that's what kind of prevents me from wanting to get back into my routine just because my mind's like racing a mile a minute. And I feel like getting back into my routine is just one more thing that I have to worry about. But in the end, it's always, it always helps me feel so much better once I do get back into my routine and I have my morning routine back, my night routine, everything is done. That is when I feel better. So I made a little five-step list to getting back into your routine. I'm a big list maker and I feel like that's what helps me keep things in line and in check and helps me remember to do things. So with that being said, the first thing on my list is make a to-do list. Like I said, I'm a huge list person. I love to handwrite things and it's literally scientifically proven that you retain information better when you handwrite things. So I don't like to take notes on my phone or an iPad or anything or type anything out. I like to physically handwrite things. I mean, this doesn't really have to do with you know, getting back into routine, but just like personal preference, I like to handwrite things, but whatever you like to do, just make a list. I feel like this makes it a lot more easier to see everything that you have to do in order to get back into your routine or just things that you have to accomplish and things that you need to get done before, you know, you start getting back into the swing of things. So I like to write down literally everything I have to do, even if it's super small. It just helps me see like how much I have to do, when I have to do it by, and I also like to do it in kind of chronological order of, you know, like when things have to be done. So that always helps as well because I'm not forgetting anything and I know what I have to do first, I know what I have to do last and like what kind of stuff can be you know, like kind of pushed off to the side until I get to them. It's just a lot, a lot easier for me to physically see everything all in one place. Something else that really helps me is starting with the things that I'm putting off the most and the things that I don't want to do. Sometimes I can be a huge procrastinator. So starting off with the things that I'm dreading to do the most, I'm trying to think of like something I don't like to do. Um, I really don't like to deep clean when I know I haven't done it in a while just because I know like how much I have to clean. Cleaning is something that is very therapeutic for me but it's therapeutic when things are like clean already and you're doing like a weekly clean if you know what I mean but when I have to do like a deep clean and do the bathroom and you know like scrub the shower, toilet, like those are things that I don't like doing. Another thing is checking my emails after I haven't checked them in a while, it gives me so much anxiety to the point where I like won't even want to open my email app and like see any emails I have. I don't know why, but I just put it off as long as I can. And so when I'm getting myself out of a funk, I will make that like the first thing I do because it's number one, the most important. I have to email people back and answer emails about important things that I'm doing, which I guess kind of makes it a little bit easier because I know that I have to do it. Like I need to answer these people or I'm going to screw myself. So I feel like that makes it a little bit easier because, you know, I can't really procrastinate it for that long. But it is something that I try to get myself to do first every single time that I kind of like pull myself out of a slump. It's almost just kind of like a decluttering moment to see the number of emails go down on your Gmail or whatever email server you use. It's so satisfying to like one by one 
get rid of all of those emails in your inbox. I also feel like starting with the things that you don't want to do the most first makes it a lot easier to get back into everything else. It's kind of like a snowball effect because once you have that down, you have a lot more motivation to keep going because I know that's how I feel once I do something that I've been putting off for a long time. I kind of go on a rampage and like start doing everything else, cleaning my apartment, doing my laundry, and I get into these moods and I like can't be stopped. So that is like a big, big tip from me is to get the thing out of the way that you're putting off the most. It's seriously going to make your life that much easier, I promise you. I know it sucks like getting over that first hump, but once you do that, it's so much easier to do everything else. Something I also really struggle with is when I make a to-do list and look at everything that I need to do. Somehow, I always think that I need to get everything done in one day or I only have a certain amount of time to do everything and that kind of overwhelms me even more and makes me not want to do anything on my to-do list. But I always have to remind myself to take it one step at a time. And that is the third thing that I wrote on my list. Take it one step at a time. You don't need to do everything all in one day. Do not overwhelm yourself. And obviously, like I said, get everything done that you need to get done that is like due at a certain time or you have like a paper due or you need to get back to someone. Obviously, do those things first and don't wait forever to do them but like little things that don't have a deadline like if you have a lot of laundry to catch up on and your space just looks like a mess don't overwhelm yourself and think that you have to tackle everything all in one day because I struggle with this so so much and it kind of just makes me want to put everything off even more but then I remember to myself I'm like wait I can do one thing at a time just keep it pretty realistic as to what you can accomplish in a day if you want to get a lot done don't make a really huge list of things that you know you won't be able to get done all in one day because then you'll just feel defeated and beat yourself up about it and we don't want to feel that way you are totally fine and this is something that I did when I was getting back into my routine now at my new apartment I kind of just took it one day at a time first I would unpack stuff for the bathroom and then the kitchen and just kind of go from there I was very very overwhelmed looking at all the boxes in my living room and just being like oh like I have to put all of this away but it seriously makes it so much easier doing it that way and knowing that I have time to put all of this stuff away and it doesn't need to be done at a certain time so don't become your own worst enemy and put so much pressure on yourself take it one step at a time i promise you will be okay number four on my list and this is probably one of my favorites is reward yourself and when i say reward yourself don't reward yourself before you get anything done this is supposed to be after you you know, complete a few things off your to-do list. It seriously gives me more motivation to get everything done because I know once I finish this stuff, I can go out and buy a little candle because I know that I'm gonna have something to look forward to. So whether it's a little Starbucks, a nice candle, something you've been eyeing that you really wanna buy, just having something to work towards is more motivating than just having to do something with nothing at the end of it. I mean, obviously having like a clean space, for instance, if you are putting off cleaning your apartment for a really long time, obviously the satisfaction of a clean apartment afterwards is very rewarding. 
but it also helps a little bit too when you are like, okay, if I get this done, I'm going to go and buy myself a new candle. It seriously helps so much. I do this all the time, buying a little something something from Target, and which is so funny by the way, Target is literally right across from my new apartment. I'm not even kidding you. It took me nine whole minutes to pick up a drive up order the other day because it's that close to me which is kind of a good thing, kind of a dangerous thing because I'm obsessed with Target. I feel like we all are. So I just thought that was really funny. But anyways, reward yourself with something. I swear it helps so, so much. It's so motivating. Little things like that make me so, so happy, especially like driving to Starbucks. It's such an experience and I never used to understand it, but it truly is like a form of art. Going to Starbucks, ordering a fun little drink, and taking a picture of it. I don't know, like it's just, it's so fun. So little rewards like that help me so, so much and give me so much motivation and inspiration to keep going and get whatever I need to get done. It's also nice to reward yourself after doing something that you know you've been putting off because I feel like we have to do those things for ourselves, even though it could be something super small as to like making your bed in the morning and like trying to make that a habit for yourself and part of your routine, I feel like we should be rewarding ourselves for little things like that and accomplishing the little things in life because you don't always need to accomplish something really big and extravagant in order to get something in return. That is how I usually felt was that like I couldn't buy myself something or you know like get myself flowers unless I accomplished something really big. I feel like we need to be doing little reminders like that for our self-worth. Little accomplishments always, always, always deserve a reward. So don't feel guilty about it. You totally deserve it. And I love rewarding myself for little things. It seriously makes me feel so, so happy and confident. Last thing on my list, number five, this isn't something that you can like physically do, but something to just keep in mind is learn to be okay with falling out of your routine. And this is something that took me quite a while to be okay with because it almost kind of gave me anxiety to be out of my routine. It just made me feel like I was losing progress of something or I would just like make up these things in my head as to why I can't take a break and why it's like not okay for me to fall out of my routine. But this is something that I feel like pretty recently I've started being okay with. It's seriously okay to not be in routine 100% of the time. We're all human. We're not robots. And I feel like it's hard to be truly happy without those breaks and without taking time away from doing things that you do every single day because we all need a break at some point or another. And falling out of a routine and not having something for a little bit makes you appreciate it that much more. So once I do fall out of my routine and I kind of get back into it, after a while, I feel on top of the world because I have like a fresh new mindset and I feel like I can like switch up my routine a little bit and add something to it or make it better for myself. I have so much motivation to do that because I did have a break in between and I did take time away to, you know, like just relax not do anything for a little while, it seriously makes me appreciate it so much more. And I remember to myself like why I even create a routine in the first place. It holds me accountable. It makes it easier to get things done. It helps me feel better on the inside. It helps me feel like I have my shit together. It helps me feel motivated and inspired. It's just something that has really helped me with my mental health and 
a healthy lifestyle. And I think it's super, super important to not always have a routine in your life. It's very easy to have more clarity once you're kind of, you know, taking a step back and just relaxing with yourself and just kind of collecting yourself a little bit. Normally, I would have beaten myself down for not have been doing my routine for a week when I was moving. I just allowed it to happen because things happen in life, you know, like not every single day is going to be perfect. It's honestly impossible to have your perfect routine when things are really chaotic in your life. Something that I used to struggle with a lot was my workout routine and I would always feel like I'm gonna lose all my progress that I made if I don't work out for a week. You know, like it just gave me so much anxiety to not work out and I literally didn't work out all week when I was moving because I just had no energy honestly from moving everything and just feeling so stressed and anxious, my energy level was just not there. And so I was not about to push myself through a workout that I would just begin to dread because I knew that my body physically like couldn't handle it at the time. And now I feel so, so grateful for the fact that I understand and realize that not working out for a week is not the end of the world and I'm not gonna lose all my progress. My mindset is so much more healthier around that and I'm super, super grateful that, you know, I just came to the realization that I'm totally fine and I'm going to make it if I don't work out for a week. So this is your reminder to take a break if you need it. It's okay to take a break. And if you do decide to take a break and you want to come back and listen to this podcast episode in order to make it easier to get back into your routine, I would love that for you. And I'm here all the way for you to get back into your routine. And if you want to send me a DM, definitely do that. I would love to hear from you, but that is it for my little getting back into my routine 101. I hope you enjoyed listening, and if you're just getting back into routine, I hope this advice helps you. I hope you can learn from it, and yeah, thank you so much for listening. I'm so excited to be back, so excited to be settled, and I just feel really good, so thank you again for listening. I love you so much, and I will talk to you next week.